0: This is Jeff Chrisman and I'm here today on the Living Arts of Tulsa podcast. And I'm very happy and very grateful to have the opportunity to be visiting with one of the artists who will be uh, participating in the upcoming exhibit at Living Arts Inspired by Archetypes that will be opening July 1st. I'm very happy today to be speaking with Anita Centeno. Anita, thank you so much.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I'm really uh, thankful for the opportunity Um, Like many other artists, you know, we have individualized journeys and so I'm really happy to share that with others.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, And so I thought what we would do to get the conversation started uh, would be it would be very interesting. I've had an opportunity to read some about you. And what I love about these conversations is that it provides this uh, this open space to really hear from people about their life journey and their work and experiences. So I thought I would start off very general. Uh, If it's okay, I would like to ask you if I could, just as far as what your artistic journey uh, and your work mean to you at a deeper level.
1: Okay, sure, I'd be happy to answer that question. Um, So I'm a mixed media artist and um, um, my journey as an artist really began as a child. You know, I just had this, inner desire to make things with my hands all of the time that was the most meaningful expression for me and um so uh you know as a child I remember going in the backyard you know back then we didn't have cell phones and digital (laughs) media like kids do today (laughs) so you'd go you'd go outside and your mother said go outside and play so i I'd create things outside. And, you know, that was also always so uh, fun for me and um, generated good feelings where, you know, as a child growing up in San Antonio, Hispanic, and uh, sometimes feeling, you know, left out of things. um, You know, there wasn't always good feelings, even though, you know, we had Uh, a great family both of my parents were actually very creative my my father was a jeweler by profession and um, he created some beautiful art although he didn't consider it art but it was his own designs and he had a very prestigious clientele that he would make this beautiful jewelry for so in part you know watching him as a child you know go through that and then my mother, she, even though she wasn't a seamstress, she was an at-home mom. She uh, sewed everything, and so then my love of fiber and making things with my hands, making my own garments, you know, as a teenager, and that always, you know, always looked for that opportunity to make something, and that always just really filled me with uh, meaning and joy. So. Uh, that's really the, the beginnings of my art, I would say.
0: Oh, thank you so much. And it would be also interesting to anything that you might share, just, you know, looking at the evolution of your work. I didn't know if the work that you are, are creating today, uh, is somewhat different than when you started, but just maybe getting some sense of if there has been any change, uh, you know, or how that has, how that has evolved over the years.
1: Well, sure. You know, when, um, When I started school, you know, I always wanted to take art classes because I knew I could do well there, Um, but, you know, uh, the teachers always, you know, inclined you to do the academic stuff and uh, we went to very stringent, you know, Catholic schools and, you know, it was all about learning everything. But not art so much, but everything else, <laughs> so, you know, we had to follow the rules. And so we did. And then, of course, when I graduated, I asked my dad, well, what should I do? You know, I really wanted to become a jeweler like him. I really mm. love that idea. And of course, you know, he said, um, well, go to school to learn something that you'll never be without a job. And, you know, I was thinking about healthcare, but I really didn't want to be a nurse. My friends were going into nursing, but I didn't really see myself, you know, doing all the blood and guts things. So I thought, okay, well, you know, at the time, you know, what girls did was you either were a secretary, a nurse, or a teacher, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So I said, okay, well, I'll go into healthcare, but I'll be in medical records. So really, that was my profession in medical records. But in college, you know, I took a lot of art courses, trying to find my voice. And through those art courses, I try to find, well, where, you know, what's the best method for me to create art. And in that process, I did take a lot of different, uh, learn about a lot of different media. Um, you know, I took some courses, and um, I had. Fun, But I could really never find my voice and, and through my professional career, you know, I always had that longing. I remember working at the hospital and during my lunch breaks, you know, uh, uh, working, I would go to lunch out in the park and I would dream about the day that I could finally be an artist, you know, oh, and, wow. um, and so Uh, you know that was always in my dreaming and as I got closer in my professional career to ending you know to retirement and such then I started to really delve deeper into well what did that mean you know for me and I I'd look at my art teachers the ones that I was following and I I said you know really want to be like them and so uh, I always look to carve my life or my artistic mind uh, to compare to them, because if I could be like them, then I truly (laughs) would be an artist. You know, that was my thinking. But really, as I got closer to retirement, I really started taking my art more seriously. Uh, I began to see in the development and learning about archetypes, which was Jane Dunwall's course. It just really opened a whole new meaning of um, being an artist, you know, it really goes, like you said, much deeper into uh, your soul, into your mission, into your purpose in life. And so that's what I really discovered through uh, her courses and learning about archety- archetypes, you know, that was really fundamental. Um, so I don't know if, if I'm wavering off the topic, if I'm following your
0: uh, Oh, questions. no, this is but, perfect. Yeah, okay, this that's is yeah. yeah, that's great. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I was going to ask as well. Yeah, just in terms of, you know, and I love what you're talking about as far as finding your voice. And so I'm wondering, there's no expectation there. But I was wondering if there's anything that you as you are reflecting, and I don't know necessarily if you were looking back as you're as you're creating your work, it would be very interesting to hear if there's anything that you have found that you found out that maybe has been surprising about yourself or your perspective, or as you, as you look back at your life just anything that maybe has been a surprise so to speak
1: yes yes a lot of things have been surprising you know I thought uh you know making art or being an artist just means you go to your studio and you make something and wow that's great you know that's terrific uh but no you know again as a mature artist now I I I see like that I seek my voice and um Really, uh, lately, it's been about being kinder to myself I always used to be so judgmental and held back, really Mm. held back. I was even embarrassed to show my artwork sometimes because I felt like it wasn't good enough or people weren't going to get it. They weren't going to understand it. But now I see it really doesn't matter. It's my voice and it's what I want to say. And um, so I've become a lot kinder to myself in allowing um, my voice to be heard. And it doesn't matter that people get it or don't get it or like it or don't like it. It really doesn't matter. I have to say what I have to say and express it in my own way. And, And as long as I'm happy with that process, then I'm good. I'm really good.
0: Yeah, I love that. Thank you, and I'm so I'm so appreciative that you shared that. And then in terms of just the work itself, uh, and there again, I'm open to maybe there being nothing beaten. You know, there being nothing there. Uh, is there? Do you find that there's some aspects of your work that possibly speak for themselves, or if there, you know, if there's something that 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 they're communicating, that uh, there again, that may be a surprise, just as you complete, a, you know, a piece uh, of work, and then ultimately, I don't know if you ever find that there are some things that maybe it's speaking uh, for you or on your behalf, so to speak.
1: Yeah. yes yes um you know so you know as an artist you know through the years my my work has always changed you know I, I did enameling for a while I did um uh I did fiber art I did all kinds of art. and you know if I go back and look at some of that work you probably might not know that I did that work and that was who I was at the time so the one thing that I notice now is that that's constantly evolving. It's constantly evolving. You constantly have to be asking questions, being inquisitive and being introspective and um, looking out uh, at what's going on in the world. That's important, too. But uh, lately, you know, it's right now it's about. looking at vintage photos, family vintage photos. And really I've been doing a lot of work in that area of um, uh, these old photos that represent family members that I don't even know their stories, but something oh, wow. to me, uh, something speaks to me about that, you know? Yeah. And so I create my own version of what that person's life was like or what that person was um was in that moment and how does that relate to me today and you know over time the stories don't change very much you know there's still the same stories um that we uh, that we're facing today really nothing changes too much i mean if you're lucky you get to see beyond that and you get to see that we are evolving that we're getting to a better place and finding that better place, you know? So there's hope in that, right? But uh, right now my focus is uh, on uh, using vintage photography and incorporating that into some of my artwork.
0: Yeah, I I love that. And I was going to ask, you know, and, and this is just kind of coming to me intuitively. You know, I love what you're talking about as far as you finding your voice and you speaking through the work and the work. Uh, speaking what it does, then I was also wondering kind of the opposite of that in terms of listening. I was wondering as you go through those vintage photographs, I didn't know if there is a, if you find that this has changed uh, your process or your experience of, of listening to the objects that you're working with and maybe getting some ideas about how to put all this together in your own unique way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I kind of really rely on intuition a lot more. And, um, you know, I used to have to draw all the framework before and, you know, all the goals and what am I? What tools am I going to use and be very exacting because that's how I would do my work, you know. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> letting go of that and letting just the energy flow, it's amazing. It's amazing that even, you know, you're uh, on uh, your business and creating this particular piece and then you say, okay, I'm done, and you let it go, but it's not until afterwards, it's amazing that really the voices come through, and you're like, wow, I wasn't even aware that I was (laughs) creating, that's what I was creating, that's the voices that are speaking, almost like it it was a channeling somehow, a channeling of (laughs) these voices, yes, it's very amazing, and So refreshing when you get that, you know, when you see that. It's just a joy. It's still a joy, you know. Oh, I'm so I'm so
0: glad to hear that. And then I was wondering too, just in terms of when you talk about that as far as maybe, you know, just letting things flow the way they do. I didn't know if you've ever do you have any moments where maybe you're not even thinking of yourself as the artist. And and I don't know, maybe that's off base, but I was just wondering if there's any moments where you you're not really so much in tune with having to remind yourself of who you are and what you're doing. And it's just you're You're a participant in that process, so to speak.
1: Well, you know, sometimes I do. Sometimes I'm very exact about, you know, making things. I mean, in particular, if I am uh, creating art because I do uh, jewelry and uh, wearable art and I sell that at some boutiques. And so then uh, all the questions about, okay, what's going to sell? What's going to be marketable? And all of those questions come into my making those things. Oh, opposed yeah. to some some other components of my art, which are more wall art, and which I'm trying to lift, you know, that side of my art making um, into something uh, better. Uh, but that kind of art that I make, you know, um, just is, is more intuitive, more I let myself flow, my energy flow a lot more, let it be more um not be so directive directing myself okay like you got to use this color you got to use this paint you got to use this you know just letting it flow and so that's where the magic happens although in the other side of it you know magic happens too magic happens either way and yes, you have to yes. uh, tap into that uh, child um, part of. I mean at least I do that's one of my oh, yeah. archetypes That it's the child that's just, just like having a great time and playing. It's when you allow yourself to be that in that moment that really the magic happens. It's just there, you know, you don't have to force it and you don't have to pay attention to the voices in your head that keep saying, oh, that's so stupid. Why are you doing that? That's ridiculous. It'll never, you know. You get to let go of those voices.
0: Yeah, that um,
1: just won't let you be. You just have to tell them, <laughs> shut up. You know, go away.
0: <laughs> That's great. That's great. And yeah. I was going to say yeah. to you too, and I definitely do respect very much in terms of you know realizing as part of being human that there are certain things that we do want to plan out and and you know plan logistically and make sure that like you said those questions that we want to answer but i love what you're speaking about about how it the magic happens either way whether you're planning or whether you're just it's just all flowing i remember that saying i remember hearing many times in my life that you know life is what happens when we're making other plans so i wonder if maybe that in some way i don't know if it's a fair question if that's kind of referring to that magic that you're speaking of
1: Yes, yes. Although I do have to say this about um, now, you know, I'm retired, so I get to dedicate more of my time to making art, which is really great fun. And but you know, I still have family responsibilities and such. Uh, But even so, um, and I don't really consider myself a, a business, even though I do art for a business, you know, I sell my work, but Um, You still, whether you're doing it for pleasure or business, you still have to be very, um, um, you have to spend time. It's like anything else in life, where if you want to be good at something, you're going to put put hours, you know, reflecting. You're writing about it, um, watching other artists, going to art museums, studying how it's done, refining your skills, Making goal, you know, there's still oh, that yeah. component. There's always that component, which is work. I mean, in in a sense, it's work. <laughs> oh, but yeah. But it has to be done if you want to get to that level where you're comfortable with the work and and it's gratifying that others see your work and they like it. You know, if you want to go there and be there, then it takes time, it takes work, it takes practice. And you have to put that in, you know. It just, I, I mean, I'm sure there are some people that are so gifted they never have to do that; it just flows. I'm not one of them. I have yeah. to, I have to work at it. There's a degree of of energy that is involved in that process, for sure. Oh, and I'm so
0: glad you shared that too, because that's that's. I find that so interesting that yeah, I realize that it's not just as easy as just being an artist creating, you know, just you know sitting down and creating things and expecting. Things to happen a certain way that I I definitely respect the fact no. that there is that 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 fine balance, you know. Be, you know as yes. far as you're speaking about about learning, giving yourself opportunities to learn and yes. to be able to be exposed yes. to uh, to other artists work and and to yeah, you know, to be Take- paying attention to the world and keeping that heart and mind open to the world as well. Yes,
1: yeah, taking courses or whatever, you know, learning constantly, learning it never stops. That never stops, you know, and so that's part of it and, and I do enjoy that too. I do enjoy learning from other artists and refining my skills.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad that you shared this, I really am. And then I wanted to just switch gears a little bit uh, just to speak a little bit about uh, you know the specific work that you have in the upcoming show, uh, just anything that you might share there or that you would want folks to know about uh, in terms of any background or inspiration mm-hmm. or just whatever you would feel yeah, moved well, to, uh, to share about.
1: Sure, sure. The pieces that are in the exhibit, uh, there it's a little montage. It was a series that was done. I think it was in 2020 uh, when I was taking this course with Jane Dunawallum and studying about the archetypes, and and that that whole concept was very new to me at that time. Um, and I was trying to wrap my head around it, and so I said again, very scientific, very didactic. I said, okay, I'm, every month I'm going to make one of these little tins so they're little like mint tins and and um and so what i did every month is she would focus on a particular archetype and we'd study that and we'd reflect you know what did that mean and in our creative lives and so that, uh, the pieces that are in the exhibit are six of the ones that I created. And I created them because I said, okay, this archetype means this, and I don't want to forget what that means, so I'll make something <laughs> that will jog <laughs> my memory into recalling. But now when I go back and through my notes and review some of that, I mean, it's as powerful now uh, as it was then. It's even more powerful now, because, you know, it, 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 I, I can see from having created those when I did, I've grown so much more. I've grown. I mean, the that influence has gone even further, you know, and so you never know, you know, how sometimes the art that you're creating um, is something that's important to you as the artist is not so much as important to others. And though sometimes it is, sometimes it's more important for others to see that and walk away with their own meaning. And um, that's good too. But sometimes, you know, the work that you create, like these particular pieces, I was creating them with a particular um, um, idea for myself, but really I think that they speak to other people. And I hope, and in that particular, um, in this exhibit that people will pick that up, pick up that energy and see about the archetypes and how they can influence um, your creativity. No matter if you're uh, in fine art, if you're a dancer, a singer, or whatever creative uh, energy that your life presents that they will serve you, or at least it'll be the impetus, you know, to go to the next level, to be more inquisitive. Well, what does that mean to me, you know? I'm oh, hopeful yeah. that, that that will pass off to the um, people that go to the exhibit.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. And then I was wondering, mm-hmm. is it so if I understand correctly, uh, since Jane is actually, my understanding is she's curating uh, this particular exhibit. And so I was going to ask you, just in terms of what this, what this has and is feeling like for you, Uh, having taken her, you know, classes from her and studying with her, you know, just what this is like for you to actually be participating in this?
1: Well, you know, I was so honored that she asked me because I didn't really think that those particular pieces of artwork, my best work, or, you know, uh, they're not necessarily reflective of, you know, the kind of work that I make, but but the fact that she wanted him, I was very honored. And so uh, I was eager to participate. And again, you know, letting my voice be out there, not being afraid, not letting myself be stopped uh, by the inner critics and just letting go. And, you know, who knows what kind of impact it might have on others. Um, yeah. Either way, it's just a joyful experience for somebody else to see them. And, um, and I'm so honored. And, and Jane is such a phenomenal instructor, I think more than in the typical way that you say, okay, well, I'm gonna learn about paint. I'm gonna learn about these brushes and this paper. No, she really gets to the deeper level of your life as an artist. What does that mean? Why is it important, you know, to you? And, um, And what's your mission? You know, to ask those questions. I think that's so fascinating. I love that. I love that she brought that aspect into my art making and made it important. It it is. It is so important. I mean, when you go to a museum and you can see work uh, of artists, you know, that have stood the test of time. then You understand that. Then you understand that, you know. Where were they in their head? You know, uh, some aspect of that had to be playing in their minds, you know, so it's all good. Yeah. It's all good.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting because I, I, I've i always tended to be one of those people that, you know, when I go to an exhibit, you know, and it may not be an opening or I may have missed the opening uh, or I may have not had an opportunity to speak with the artist, but I've always it's it's really weird. I've always found myself you know, I enjoy the work, but then I'm always wondering what, it, what is it that the artist was wanting to convey? And I think ultimately that's how I ended up uh, having these conversations with the artists is, is from that, that that really was the genesis of that, that I realized there is so, you know, I want to hear that voice and, and what is being shared and not just the work itself, realizing that, yes, it's obviously I really deeply honor that and it's, and I'm deeply moved by it, but also the, the life journey and the experiences and the consciousness of the human being that created those things as well. Yeah.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. So it serves us all. And I think, uh, you know, sort of, you know, maybe uh, in reflecting about this whole conversation, I mean, I think that's why art is so important. You know, I I remember at one time reading that, um, you know, in life, you know, art is like at the one of the highest levels, you know, of, um, of understanding, you know, I mean, it's not like, I forget the classifications, you know, like you need food, you need shelter, you need. Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) But I mean, art, like is like next to God. And so if you can't honor that part of yourself, um, even if you're not an artist per se, but you know, you you have a, a, a want to express yourself in artistic ways, you know, uh, just know that you're t- tapping into a really important part of living. You know? and, and that's just a, a beautiful thing. It's just a beautiful thing. I think it makes us human, right? That we oh, can yeah. understand art, uh, appreciate it. And for some of us that, that we can create that. It's it just really um, underlies everything of what it is to be human.
0: Wow, Anita, thank you so much. I must tell you that I, you know, I deeply honor everything that you shared and I have such respect and reverence, uh, not only for how you shared about your, you know, your, your work as an artist and your life as an artist, but really these deeper reflections about what all this means. And I must tell you that this has been incredibly moving. I just, I really appreciate oh everything that you shared here today. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for the opportunity again, and I'm looking forward to seeing the work um, on
0: exhibit, and I hope others will too. Definitely. Well, thank you again so much. It was wonderful to visit with you, and it was nice to meet you. Thanks again.
1: Okay. Bye-bye.